Hey there. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Thanks so much for taking a ride with me. We do this on Fridays. My show releases on Monday and Wednesdays, and Fridays is kind of a grab bag, meaning Mondays and Wednesdays we talk about, you know, all things related to life, but at the moment we're in a season the Alzheimer's season. And so I'm using Fridays for this season to kind of vent and talk about it. And uh, so I just appreciate you tuning in, whether that's you're caring for a loved one, or you have parents who are boomers. This is just a really common, unfortunately, disease that too many people just don't know enough about. And, And I wanted to use this platform to help shed some light on it and also to help me process through all that kind of make sense of it. So thanks for being here. Let's do it. Well, I know last week's episode was really emotional and I, I got messages from so many of you. I, I feel bad because I know some of you like you're really, you know, you are not prepared to be crying that hard. And many of you were just crying because you heard me crying. And uh, thanks for letting me do that. I, I just want you to know like the real deal. And I post videos and updates about Bob on my stories and I really try to make sure it's dignified you know, so you can see his essence, you can see how awesome he is, but also not to like sugarcoat it and pretend that it, it doesn't happen. I, I just couldn't find, you know me, I'm a researcher. And as soon as we found out Bob was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2016, I went into research mode and I found all the books and I found a few YouTube series, but there just aren't many. And there weren't many where you could actually watch the person who had Alzheimer's to, to know what you would could expect. At this stage, Bob's at stage late five, I think. Um, It's hard to say because some days he seems a lot better and he seems like early five and some days he seems like late five. But anyways, I couldn't find any videos of someone at stage five. I found like one. And so in my mind, I thought it would look a lot different. I thought I just didn't know it would still be so lovely that you would get these little moments of their personality and these moments of joy and funny things and like that you know sometimes his humor is like spot freaking on and sometimes he's cocky and and then sometimes he can't remember what a fork is so it's weird and I I just know that I really appreciated that one video I could find and so I hope that by sharing these videos it gives people a sense of like first of all what they're capable of number one number two how what it kind of looks like so it's not so scary and I also hope that it brings awareness to Alzheimer's because we have to, it just, just doesn't make sense. So we can't solve this. We can't figure it out. We can't. And thank you to, for everyone who's reached out to share with me, like things you can do for reversal, like, you know, rubbing oils on his temples. That guys love ya, love ya. Trust me when I say we've done all of our research and at the stage that Bob is at, there isn't a reversal. There's a slowing. We can definitely slow the progression and that's what we're doing our best to do. But all of this to say that there's also a real side to this that isn't always with like pretty music behind it and, you know, kind of chopped up into a highlight reel. Like, cause I, when I make these videos of Bob, you can see them on my Instagram actually. And on my TikTok too, I post a lot of my TikTok. I'll put both links to my TikTok and my Instagram in our show notes. You can just follow me there, but I'm Shalene Johnson on both, but, um, they, you know, they're, they're 30 seconds. So you're not really getting a sense of how long the day can be. And so 
this show also, you know, doing these episodes really kind of helps me shed some more light on it for those of you who are really going through it too, to get the full picture. So where we're at, Brett and I went away for four days. It was my birthday. Thank you so much for all of the reviews. I actually started today, my morning off by looking at, oh my gosh, you guys, you're so amazing. I love you. Seriously. I, I don't even know what to tell you. It's like better than a birthday card. But anyways, Brett and I went away for my, it wasn't, we went away for work, happened to fall on my birthday and people are like, you would work on your birthday. I'm like, yeah, because to me, every day feels like a celebration. I just feel so lucky to do what I get to do. And like, I really didn't do anything on my birthday. I've always felt that way. It's like, that's my mom's day. So I sent her flowers and you know, anyways, I wanted to do something that I really enjoyed. And we were invited to speak at a couples retreat. Thank you to Chris and Lori Harder. It was a couples retreat for entrepreneurs. And and like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's my favorite in my favorite city. We could snowboard if there's some snow. And with some of my favorite people talking about my favorite thing, entrepreneurship and relationships and marriage, let's do it. So that was awesome. Now, in order for us to leave, we had my mother-in-law fly in to help take care of Bob. And of course, Brett's brother, Rob, is here locally. And so, you know, between the two of them, and Brock was here too for a little bit. So Bob had lots of great attention and and also the consistency of being able to keep him at our house, which has taken some time to get used to it for him. Now, I know many of you have asked about, you know, his wife, Debbie, and if you listen to the podcast, you know the whole story. But uh, just to, you know, kind of give you the cliff notes, it's just, he's a different person around her. And going through this has been incredibly, incredibly hard on Debbie and on Bob, uh, both of them, like physically, emotionally, just draining, just not good. And we just knew like in order to help both of them thrive, uh, we needed to do our best to, you know, provide kind of a step in. And that's hard because it's just hard. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but it's just, it's just hard. So Debbie was here and a lot of you said like, how did Bob respond? It was interesting. It, it wasn't like he was like, oh my God, you know, it wasn't like super surprised. It, it was almost like he didn't know how long she'd been gone for. And that's kind of common in this stage. They can't um, estimate time. So you can tell him something is we're going to be doing in two days, even though it's really like two months. And you also don't want to tell him something you're doing three days from now because he'll obsess about it and ask you over and over and over and over. So you just, you just don't tell him what you're doing until you're doing it pretty much. And, uh, so anyways, that went well and it was nice for Brett and I to get away. And that's kind of our plan right now. We're trying to sort all this out because you know, you've been listening, uh, Brett's dad and mom moved to Colorado not too many months ago. And now it seems that, you know, Bob is going to be here. So then would Debbie be by herself in Colorado? What do they do with that house? Like it's, you know, listen, life is messy, but everything can be figured out. And it's easier if you just communicate, number one. And number two, you have empathy. You have to have empathy. So many family members, not in this situation, but it's not uncommon for families to just splinter in the season because one thinks they're doing more and this one thinks they're paying more and this one 
has different priorities and and feels judged and you know I've seen this happen in other families and it's just not pretty and we just are really trying to take the approach I don't know that we're going to get this right but we're really trying to take the approach that it, it isn't an equal, everyone does an equal part it, that's just not how this works you know we happen to be in a season right now where we're going to step up and be able to do spend more time with Bob and he's living with us but that's not to say it it will change down the road and it's just I don't know I remember when my mom was in this situation with her own mother and how you know one sibling does this and another sibling does that and 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 people compare and I do more and you do less and it just who does that help forget nobody I always think if you have to do more whether it's in a situation like this or in your relationship or at work or in the world if you do more it's because God gave you more and so more is expected of you a lot of people on this planet do more than a lot of other people but it's like nothing to complain about and and compare it's you've been given a gift and when when much has been given much is expected I'm sure I blew that quote but you know what I'm saying. I just think that if you're going through this and you have a family member who is caring for another family member, I think you should just praise them, reach out and ask them, you know, what can I do to help? Or maybe send them some money or some flowers or a card just acknowledging their work. And and if it's if you're the caretaker and you have somebody in your family who's helping financially, like let them know how much that means. Like just just we have to appreciate each other for what we can do. And anything other than that is just, it's pointless. Like to judge each other and to point fingers or to say you should be doing it this way or that way. You just don't know. You don't know what someone's capable of. You don't know what tools they have or don't have. And so being anything other than loving and understanding is just, it's just pointless because you're not going to change people. Okay, so Brett and I got away. I think things are I feel calmer. I think Brett feels calmer. Those first couple of weeks, I felt like we had a newborn in the house. Like, I think we were overly protective, if that makes sense. Like, when we were just like, okay, how much did he eat? How, how, how much did he drink? Okay, let, let me measure how many ounces of water he drank. Like, we were just like, I don't know, like, kind of when you first bring a baby home. And <laughs> I don't know, when we brought Brock home. You know, I would just remember driving in the car in the back seat and like holding his head, even though he had like a car seat that perfectly held his head. I'm like, don't give him shaken baby syndrome. Like, and then the next one comes along and you're like, yeah, she's fine. Throw a bottle back there. You know what I mean? So I believe we're relaxing a little bit. I sense that we're kind of getting into a flow now. Uh, Sleep is still a major issue. Trying to figure that out. But also realizing that Bob, this is probably one of the reasons why Bob has Alzheimer's is from everything we can put together, this man got anywhere from like two to five hours of sleep most of his life. Like five hours is pretty much it for him. Kind of crazy, right? And when you sleep, your brain removes toxins and plaques. Alzheimer's is a buildup of an amyloid plaque in the brain. So if y'all don't want to have Alzheimer's, and trust me, you do not, you need to get better sleep. Man, has this been an eye-opener for us in terms of our brain health. Let me see some other things I wanted to share with you. I would say the hardest part about having him with us is, for me, is guilt. Like, if I go upstairs to blow dry my hair, I, ugh, 
I feel so guilty that he's just sitting downstairs. Now I can give him an activity, which we do. Like he, anything cleaning, anything helping us, boom, he'll do it. But you know, those activities are like 30 minutes and you kind of have to help get it started and help finish it up. And you know, you got to watch out for him. If you saw the video of him, I was vacuum. He, I gave him a portable vacuum and he vacuumed the house and then he went outside and vacuumed the front yard. And then he started vacuuming the street and it was freaking adorable. And you don't correct him. You just thank him. Like, thank you for doing this. This street was a mess, you know, but so when I'll go upstairs to blow dry my hair and I, I feel guilty again, like the way I did with my kids, if I wasn't like entertaining and engaging them, if they were just sitting there, I just felt guilty. And I feel that way with Bob. And he doesn't need 24-7 stimulation. But I notice that when he isn't stimulated, he gets really anxious. That's when he starts looping. Looping is when they ask the same question kind of every 30 seconds or every couple of minutes. Uh, and, and that's a sign that they're getting very anxious and nervous. So I hate seeing him loop. I hate knowing that his looping is an anxiety and that if I could distract him, then he's more at peace. So that's the hardest part for me is that like feeling like, okay, hurry, take your shower, hurry, get downstairs. Maybe you should blow dry your hair downstairs by Bob because then at least he's like seeing you do something. You know what I mean? But I got to get over that. People have said, how long will he be with you? And I think we've answered that in a previous podcast, but in case this is the first one you've caught up with, we will care for him uh, as long as we can, as long as it makes sense, meaning what we are able to provide. We will care for him as long as we can, as long as it makes sense. And we have our own, already discussed Brett and I are very clear on what stage that is for us. The things that we just don't think would be right for us to do in terms of dignity, in terms of our skill level, in terms of, you know, what what Bob would want. And when we reach that uh, point, then we will make a decision. And we have already started to look at uh, facilities. So should that time come? What's interesting, though, is should that time come before COVID restrictions lift, which I don't think that will happen, but should that time come before COVID restrictions lift, I think we would have to really consider um, any all, all the alternatives. Because right now with COVID, if someone goes into a home, they're not doing activities. They are not, you're, and family are not able to see them. So that's quite the decision, right? So it would have to be a really unique situation for us to to resort to that. And that's just right for us. I'm not saying that's right for you. Everybody's different. Every circumstance, financial situation, your priorities. Like there's, trust me, there is no judgment when it comes to caring for family. I've told my kids uh, what my wishes are and We've talked to our parents about their wishes, and um, I think that's an important conversation to have. So if you haven't, you might want to do that. You might just want to do that. Anyways, I appreciate you guys just being here to listen in and uh, go through the season with us. This has been a good week. It's been a good week, a really good week. We've had a great week. We have, and um, far less emotional about it, (laughs) but I still he still can bring a smile to my face and a tear to my eye and it's just a pretty cool lovely but also challenging thing to be able to experience thanks for experiencing it with me i love you talk to you soon